Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hello, my loyal listeners, and welcome to the Haunted Estate. I know that it says that at the beginning, but I feel like I truly need to also welcome you to this wonderful, spooky, humble abode. Um, today, we're going to have lots of fun things. We're going to talk about haunted real estate. We're going to hear your stories, my stories, and everything in between. Are you having a great day? Is it nice where you are? It's a little chilly here, which I like. The sun is out, which is not always my favorite, but I guess I need to suck it up and try and enjoy the upcoming summer. So I welcome you here. And let's get into this. Call us toll free and tell us your story at one 270 3428 or visit com to email us your story and check out some stuff. So I am back. I released the episode today about haunted amusement parks. I'm just waiting for it to update on everything to post on social media that it is now available. And good news, SoundCloud has cleared up their issue. I'm kind of thinking about moving away from SoundCloud. We really don't want to run into those issues again. It was scary for me to see that it had three plays when I'm used to thousands. Um, I... Yeah, that's good, isn't it? So yeah, I found some a really good idea tonight. I was on Facebook last night, and I saw that a guy was trying to sell a slightly haunted house. So I have his ad here, his real estate um, ad, and then I also have an article about, I think it's like 13 or so, haunted houses that you can actually buy right now. For me, that's kind of, um, oh, it's a love-hate thing. I would love to live in a haunted house that would be spectacular um but like not with my gift like there's a certain kind of haunted house um when my husband and I went through houses with the gift that I have the way that I the way that I it's gonna be in the book I don't want to give away too much um the way that I kind of sense things and see things we went through like I'm not kidding 70 houses um I was really saddened to see the things, the memories that had happened in certain rooms and nothing quite felt right until we found this house, which was completely void of energy for the first while. Um, Actually, I should mention this. If you head on to, if you have me personally on Facebook, I made this video um, public. Lena, Mary, Teresa Myers. I had just finished filming an episode. um, I think it was the day before yesterday. I kept hearing a ticking sound. So I have a Mac. I just hit my photo booth video. And 
the thing was swinging behind me. It's like an owl metal thing that bracelets go on. And it was swinging, and I turned on the video, and it proceeded to make its way across my vanity. So I did a house cleansing yesterday, and I'm going to be looking into who that was. It's really strange for me not to know, but I definitely have people who pass through, might be here for a minute, might be here for a month, might be here forever. You never know. So just checking my timing. My computer keeps shutting off my garage band. So anyways, let's start with this. Man tries to sell slightly haunted house. A haunted house for sale. A, Pennsylvania, a Pennsylvania man who was trying to sell what he calls a slightly haunted house caught some attention while trying to sell his house with his techniques. Now, usually people don't go out of their way to state that their home is a haunted house, but this guy did. The way that he downplayed the paranormal activity going on within the home was what brought him so much attention. Now, if your home is haunted, would you tell people in the listing? That's a very short article. I'm, I'm going to add that into the blog area of theparanormalpodcast.com. I remember a couple of years ago, I had a friend let me know of a house that's about an hour outside of my town. And there were pictures of it on the internet from some abandoned house places, which I love those sites um, where people just take pictures of abandoned houses. They're very respectful, that kind of thing. But this house was like, boarded up completely but like immaculate inside empty but like huge and immaculate and beautiful and the story goes that the family won't sell it to anybody they just keep it boarded up they keep the roof good they keep it okay and it's that it's haunted and they don't want anyone to have to experience what they went through and I'm so curious as to the story behind that I would love to talk to them I would love to go into that house the house is stunning out in the country big old you know um mill brick what's that called Fieldstone House, um, stunning. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that. Um, I'm umming a lot today. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I was supposed to go to an appointment today. That got canceled, and that made me frustrated. But I just really wanted to get another podcast recorded while I had time. So we will move on to this cool article about houses that you can buy right now that are haunted. I also want to say I had a guy. Um, he also left some nice comments telling me to work on my narration on one of my YouTube videos. Um, I would just like to say I don't try to sound stupid. When I'm stressed out or I'm tired or there's big words, I tend to stutter. And I'm not going to like go through and spend hours and hours re-recording the same thing because it would be like that. Because I stutter a lot. And then the more I worry about it, the more I stutter. Mm. Anyways. I forget your name. But you frustrate me. Anyways, let's move on to this article. These real haunted houses are actually for sale. Zoinks! The housing market is in decline, but we are here at Viral Nova. Have a tip for all you hopeful home seekers out there. Buy houses that are full of ghosts. Finding ways to lower the asking price of a house when shopping for a new home. What better way is there to bring up all the dead bodies and stuff? Here are some of the most haunted houses on the market today. The infamous Amityville Horror House, that was the basis of 11 scary movies in which families are terrorized by paranormal entities, is once again for sale. You can buy the house which, which Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed six members of his family for just a measly $950,000. Keep the tradition going. That's so cool. I um, heard about this being for sale and I kind of looked into it. 
not because I was going to buy it, but I wanted to see, like, what was going on. It's still for sale. And the problem is, is the whole area where it is, like, everybody wants to forget about it. And I'm sure people would buy it instantly if they could open a bed and breakfast. But that's not something that they're going to let happen from what I've learned. But could you imagine? Oh, my God, I would so go. <laughs> Maybe not. The Soudan House was once the home to George Hill Hodel, one of the prime suspects of the Black Dahlia murder. Not sold? Hoddle's son wrote a book claiming that his father most definitely killed Elizabeth Short somewhere in the house. You can buy that room with a window that looks like a shark face for only $4,888,000. Jeez, this is a weird one. You're going to have to check out this article. It will be on theparanormalpodcast.com. These houses are off the hook. The Schwab's estate is priced at $12 million, but its real selling point is that Charles Schwipp killed himself here, and there is a mysterious ghost window that is known for unknown reasons won't stay clean. This is written terribly. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I guess there's a ghost window that doesn't stay clean. There, that's what you need to know there. The ghosts probably keep it that way so they can see your shining faces on open house day. That was terribly written. I don't know what happened there. Don't blame me. Mr. Dude. <laughs> Lizzie Borden was a woman in 1892 who was tried for the axe murdering of her mother, her stepmother, and her father. She was eventually acquitted, so feel free to purchase her home where she laid her head for only $650,000. There's also apparently a Lizzie Borden themed bed and breakfast in the area that sounds like a real hoot. It's not even a nice house. I can't believe they would want that much money for that. It needs a lot of work. This $15 million home is for sale, too. There have been reports of alien spacecraft visiting the house in the hills of Los Angeles, where it is also apparently on an air Indian burial ground. Not to mention its abandonment. The house has become one of the satanists and drug addicts' homes. So, yeah, kind of a fixer-upper. $15 million. It's huge, though. It looks like a castle, honestly. This house, this next one. Dream house. It looks amazing. The Kreischer Mansion in Staten Island is supposedly haunted by Lady Kreischer, who is still mourning her husband, Edwin, who shot himself in the head. The Kreischer family once paid their butler to kill a business associate as well. Be a part of the history for only $2,499,000. Oh my god. I remember this story. He shot himself. They Next up is a really cute red brick house, which is definitely something I really like. 
In the Zillow ad, the owners pitch this old Victorian home as slightly haunted, but it's no big deal. As in, well, the neighbor found a human skull in the basement once and ghostly faces appear in the mirrors. No big deal. You can get it for $169,000 or rent it out for $650 a month. This is the house from the ad. That's why it looks familiar. It is. I remember hearing this, that sometimes there's footsteps and sometimes doors shut. That is really old, so it's probably not available anymore. John Brown was a famous... Oh, goodness. Abolin... Abolitionist? Abolitionist? Mm. And was hung in Charlestown in 1859. One of his captors bought the land around where Brown and built a mansion there. Needless to say, it's a super duper racist haunted house. It can be yours for 1,200,000. It says 1,200, but it is definitely huge and more than that. The next one is a very nice white farmhouse with a porch covered in green. It kind of looks like the house they used to film the Conjuring movie, actually. Ma Baker's house is the infamous hideout for ganker, gangster gangsters, gangsters such as Al Capone. After the longest shootout in FBI history took place, Ma Baker is still said to haunt the estate. You can buy this gangster's paradise for a million dollars. The next is a swanky L.A. looking house. This house is the location of the Janet Lee murder in the movie Psycho. It is a beautiful house that includes a pool, small string section that plays repeating discordant chords every time you open the shower. That'll be 3950000 please. The next house is terrifying. It looks like an abandoned, dilapidated farmhouse. Uh, I, that looks like a teardown to me. This haunted Hisdale house features a rustic, kill-you-in-the-woodshed kind of vibe. Pictures taken here often include shadow people that you didn't know were there. It can be yours for $289,000. The next is your cookie-cutter-looking house in a nice suburban area. The Hampton-Lithbridge house in Savannah has plenty of paranormal incidents, including apparitions of men in bathrobes and children's voices whispering in the walls. The owners say they've recently painted the house in a faint blue because that particular shade wards off spirits. Is that good enough for you? This house is available for $2,800,000. Jesus, who has this kind of money? The next house, it looks like a boarded-up haunted house attraction. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Entrepreneurs. This hilariously named company that specializes in making haunted house attractions, the Mobile Frightmare Package, again hilarious, comes with a full spooky house, lighting, fog machines, and everything. It's only 130000 Jeez. That's cool. It's really, really pricey, though. You need to be a millionaire for that. That is the end of that article. But I will be available, as I said, on theparanormalpodcast.com. Call us toll-free and tell us your story. one 877 Or visit us at theparanormalpodcast.com. I had someone reach out to me on Facebook and tell me a story that is definitely another outlet if you would like to send me a message that way. If you go to the Haunted Estate podcast on Facebook, you can message me through there. Sometimes that can be the easiest way to do things and share links and such like that. I had someone reach out, and as I said, I will keep them anonymous. And this is quite a unique story. She attached with it a bunch of articles about this um, 
and I want to thank you for that. It definitely is going to bring um, a lot to the show. It brings a lot to me. I love seeing you know things to back up the story because you never know, <laughs> right? Here we go. The short version of my story is that my mother, her roommate, and co-worker died tragically in an apartment fire in Deerfield Beach, Florida at the Meadow Lake Apartments in 1990. Their apartment was the only one affected, and it happened in the middle of the night. They were not found till the next day around 3 p.m. when neither of them showed up for their shifts. Their employer sent a co-worker to their apartment after they couldn't be reached by phone. The co-worker went to the door and noticed soot at the top and called 911. My mother and her roommate died of smoke inhalation, not from the fire, because it smoldered out. My mother had cracked her bedroom window. She had her door closed. The authorities think that she, that is why she may have lived longer. Because from the scene, she had went down the hall to her roommate's room, tried to pull her off the bed, but must have found out she was dead. She had made it to the door, but couldn't get it open. She was found in front of the door. I did some research and have found that the apartment complex was turned into condos and that the condos have been sold several times. My mother had dreams that had come true several times during her short life. Two weeks before she died, she called her mother telling her that one of her sisters were going to die and be buried in a green dress. My grandmother lived in Indiana. My mother's funeral arrangements were made via phone. The dress was not discussed at any arrangements. When my grandmother arrived at the funeral home, she broke down because my mother was in a green dress. She told us about the phone call with my mother. I've always wondered if their unit has changed hands so many times because they're still there, restless spirits. What do you think? I had a lot of dreams after it happened where I knew she was dead and we would talk and she would comfort me. They became less and less the older I got. The last one was a few years ago and was so real. When I woke up, I wrote it down. Here's the dream. I had a crazy dream last night. I woke up and saw my mother sitting at my feet on the couch. I jumped up awake. What does this mean? It was very strange because I wasn't really scared, just worried. I wish she was alive. I was sleeping on the couch because I've been coughing a lot and afraid that I would wake Josh up. I'm guessing Josh is your husband. I don't know if I was supposed to add that. I just, you know, went with it. First, I would like to start off by saying that I am so unbelievably sorry for your loss. I couldn't imagine ever having to go through a loss of a parent, especially in such a way as of that. Um, I feel very thankful that it was the inhalation that killed her. It wasn't like, you know, fire is a terrible, terrible, scary thing. I also find it, it is very strange that it's a fire that smoldered out, that smoldered out, um, especially being in an apartment building, which you know, can be a good thing, but it is also kind of like, hmm. So I'm curious, maybe you can get back to me if they ever found out the cause on what caused that fire. For the for the condos now, um, switching hands a lot, you know, it definitely could be paranormal. It's one of those things where it's really just he, like hearsay. You, you'd have to investigate a little bit. Maybe talk to the landlord who owns it. A lot of people, like I'm a landlord, um, I have a condo that I own, and I definitely, if somebody approached me with that kind of question, I would be totally open to talking about it. So you could always go about that. For your mother showing up in your dreams less and less, this is where my beliefs kind of come in. Um, and some people think other things. Personally, I think that when family members pass away, you tend to hear from them, have more signs from them the earlier that they're here, kind of as if there's a wall that's a lot thinner. But I feel for certain people, like family members, like, how can I put this in a way? You, okay, there's very famous ghosts, right? 
I feel that a lot of the time those famous ghosts are here because they're talked about so often. And I also feel that like family ghosts, you don't see them as much. You might see them at certain times a year. And that's because things aren't tying them here as much. People aren't talking about them as much. Your family members are always in your heart and your soul. And you think about them every single day. But it's not thousands and thousands of people on a daily basis. But for your mom coming to you in your dreams, that's one thing that I've really dealt with is people coming to me through my dreams. Because when you are asleep, you're at a different level of consciousness. And when you're in this level of consciousness, you are kind of out of your body. Your body's asleep. Your mind, you know, never sleeps. And, and if you think about it, think about driving and you're distracted by certain things. But when you get like in this zone and you're just staring, you can go kilometers without even noticing anything's happening. So when you're asleep, that's the kind of thing. You kind of don't realize anything that's happening and other things can just kind of sneak their way into you. If it's the first time that she's kind of popped into your dream and she was just sitting on the end of your couch, that's kind of a personal thing. You need to look at your life. What's happening in your life right now? Is there anything that you're not sure about? Is there anything that's bothering you? Are there any upcoming decisions? Because maybe she could feel your stress about an upcoming situation or a worry, or it could be as simple as, why aren't you in bed? Are you having marital problems? <laughs> Um, just know that your loved ones, they will always be there for you. And, you know, one day we'll all meet up together and that will be fantastic. But um, I would love to thank you for sending that in. It's a very wonderful share. Anything that you ever want to share, I would love to read. So, yes, get back to me with those questions. All right. Thank you. Call and tell us your story toll free at one 260 our next story is from Campbell and is titled Lurking in the Darkness Outside. This creepy experience must have happened about a year ago now, around Halloween, and to this day it still creeps me out. Me, my twin sister Lauren, both 20 now, had moved to our first flat three months before this happened. Our parents helped us move, my dad hiring a van to get all our stuff and the whole family, including my elder brother Sam, who was visiting from England, help us move our furniture and numerous boxes into the flat. Our family helped us settle in and luckily enough, the apartment was actually next door to one of our dad's old friends, Danny, which was great because we hadn't seen him and his wife for about 10 years. The neighborhood we lived in, which was quite in a, small, in a smallish village, was about an hour or so from Glasgow in Scotland. It's 99% of the time very quiet, and everybody around the area is very nice. But this one night, something wasn't quite right. Like I've said already, we had not really gotten used to the area we were living in, but what happened this night, I always had my wits about me. It was a dark winter's night in late October, early November, a Thursday, I think. Me and my sister had decided to stay up until about half one in the morning, as we sometimes did after a long week at college. We'd stay up drinking, stuffing our faces, talking about random stuff like acting, the subject we were both studying, motorbikes, guys, and some bitching too. I just like, we're just like any young woman would do. We then decided to put the lights out and go to bed, as we had grown tired. I do the normal nightly routine, like check that everything was turned off, the door was locked, which it was, thankfully. As a few nights previously, I had forgotten to lock it, so we both went to bed and fell asleep as usual. Just to give you a layout of the flat, me and my sister were on the first floor above an old woman. 
Betty, who is rather lovely, but we didn't see her very often. Our bedroom was right next to the porch and the front door, and the other bedroom looks out onto the street. It was about 4 a.m. when we woke up to a loud knocking at our door. I was expecting a parcel the next day, so initially I thought it would be the postman. That's when I checked the time on my phone, which I usually leave on in case of emergencies, and it was 4.30 a.m. Still being tired and disoriented, I realized that it was far too dark for the postman to be here. He usually came around 10 a.m., even though most mornings were much darker now during the winter months. Banging on the door lasted for what felt like 20 minutes. It was probably less. Me and my sister were too scared to even move from our beds, only whispering quietly to each other to just ignore the banging on the door. Neither of us were very comfortable about answering the door to a stranger knocking at this ungodly hour. I usually don't answer the door to strangers or even answer mobile numbers I don't recognize. The banging stopped suddenly, and I heard heavy footsteps descend the outside stairs next to the wall at my head. Everything fell silent for a few minutes, so I tried to settle back down, but my adrenaline was going crazy. I could feel my legs shaking. I was so nervy, nervy about who could be outside. There was no way I was getting back to sleep. Then I saw it, the flashing torch through my bedroom window. It flashed at least three times, maybe more, and then it stopped. Then I heard what sounded like a man talking on the phone or someone having a conversation with someone outside, sounding a bit agitated and angry. I didn't look outside our bedroom window in case that man saw me, but minutes later I heard a rumbling of a car engine below me. So I then assumed that he had came in his car. His voice became increasingly explosive as I became more and more scared. It got to the point where I was about to phone the police. Then I heard the man opening his car and leaving swiftly along the street. I don't know who the man was or what he wanted, but I didn't sleep at all that night. And for the next few days after that, every single noise would just give me a fright. I was scared that whoever it was was going to come back. The story, it doesn't end there. In the end, I thought that maybe it was someone with the wrong ex address or a drunk guy. About a week later, we got a knock at the door at about half six in the evening which was usual for such a quiet area. Me, neither, or my sister were expecting any mail packages or shopping to be delivered. So I decided to open the door to whoever had knocked. Initially, I thought it was our neighbor, as he had been around once before to see how we were settling in. But not this time. It was a woman dressed in a suit. She looked very professional, her hair up in a tight bun and holding a clipboard. I was a bit anxious and wondered who the hell she was. I looked down at her name badge, but I can't remember her name now. Let's call her Molly. Molly said she had worked in the criminal courts, was looking for a guy, let's call him Thomas, who had previously been a tenant at this flat before we moved in months before. Molly mentioned something to do with money, but that the visit was so vague, I don't really remember what she said. She asked if the man lived here. I said no, just me and my sister. She asked when we moved in, and letting what, in what agency we were with. But I think that was just to confirm that we lived there. She seemed nice enough. She got what she wanted and left, so I'm guessing money was the reason that the creepy guy turned up. I'm just so glad I didn't answer the door that night and made sure that it was locked. Who knows what would have happened? He thought that we... Oh, goodness. If he thought that we were the man that had taken him to court, 
I'm happy to say. Since then, we've had no further disturbances at our flat, but it still gives me the chills thinking about it. I just hope that creep never comes back. That's really, really terrifying, and I can definitely see how you would think that that was something either paranormal or something very uh, creepy in general. I really couldn't imagine dealing with something so like that because that's one of those things where it's like could it be like a residual haunting did something really tragic happen because you just moved in right did something tragic happen there years before and just on this date every single year this happens so keep that in mind if in a year from now something like that happens again you know that that was residual but i'm sure that that is exactly what it was it was that guy but who knows what if that was just a uh, very strange coincidence I would like to thank you all for tuning in tonight to The Haunted Estate. I did miss a day. I have been very busy. A lot has been going on. But if you have a story, please call us toll-free at 1-877-260-3428. And have a fantastic evening. Bye, guys.
darling, it sounds like you did. Anyways, that concludes this episode of The Haunted Estate. I hope you tune in for all our stories because we love you and hope that you love us. And um, by us, I mean me. Um, I will see you all soon and I hope you are having a spooktacular weekend. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.